Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby. He's Davey, and he's Brandon. Hey, I always forget what a banger that was, back. dude. Yeah, I what a banger uh, that can... is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the Fantasy Goons. Now, let's get you the info you need to be a champ, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time. We are just days away from the start of the fantasy hockey season. Um, you know. By the time you're listening to this, you're probably just about all drafted. But if you're not, you know, we're, this is going to be leading into week one. Um, you know, just kind of getting you ready. This is kind of like an intro, just a little teaser back into the show. How are you guys doing this week? How are you guys doing this offseason? So good. This is the day we've all been waiting for. Well, yeah. not necessarily today, but the God. first draft day, you know. But, um, yeah, feeling good, man. Yeah. Ready to rebound. First draft day today, you know, uh, feeling feeling good myself. Uh, been been looking forward to getting the the goons back together. We really probably should have been back together a couple of weeks ago, but we're all you know we kind of we kind of waited to the last minute to to yeah. squeeze squeeze up in here, and uh, hopefully help you know win some championships again this year. I mean, the, I think the I think we had between the three of us, uh, there were five six championships on the board last year between the three of us so i mean yeah if we can if we know that we're helping ourselves get championships then hopefully we're helping some other folks out there win a ship hopefully yeah. not against us though hopefully we're not talking them into <laughs> yeah, not against beat, us into beating us uh so uh yeah man but i'm super excited looking looking forward to uh to getting this season going oh yeah um let's jump uh, straight into some news uh i think right now the only real injury news we have is taylor hall we talked about on the main show week to week uh so that, that's a big one to watch out for um do you uh brandon do you know who is uh possibly going to move up to his spot on that lineup um no i mean not like off the top of my head uh but just kind of thinking about it i mean um depending on where they're kind of slotted already i mean DeBrusque, I mean, that's a guy that's uh, that's an obvious candidate to kind of kind of slide up somewhere if he's not already already up there. Uh, I mean, a lot of injuries there. This is a team, you know, that we're not used to to seeing as as not as deep. Um, but let me go ahead and pull up a roster so I can kind of just give you a better educated guess than just throwing out a name on the team. So, Davey, I mean, you got a you got a thought process on 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 Boston, um, man. Honestly, Boston's one of those teams that uh, I feel like I, I always expect them to do well. Like I, I don't know who's going to move up. Honestly, I don't. I honestly don't think impact. It's going to impact a whole lot for the Bruins. <laughs> Taylor Hall is like to me. He's just been this guy who's just mediocre this whole his whole entire yeah. you know ever since his big year. I mean. He's just he doesn't impact as much as he used to impact, in my opinion. Uh, he never really did for me, at least. You know, no, um, no definitely not. Um, but we were kind of we we had been kind of talking about it on the main show. I mean, just yeah. how 
just how he really has an opportunity to step up here and kind of needs to if this team kind of wants to get through this rough stretch with uh, with a few injuries. Um, but looking, I mean, DeBrusque is 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 probably a good option. Um, Felino, uh, Nick Felino, he 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 could be a guy that could kind of move up in the absence of, of Taylor Hall. Um, I mean, two. To Davey's point, I mean, Taylor Hall has not been that guy that has won you championships if you've drafted him where anywhere where he, you're told to draft him. Uh, but OK, well, let's go. Let's play the game. He's he's hurt. They're saying week to week. We uh, we we got some information that said uh, an average week to week. How long you're out is about 28 days. Does that basically make him undraftable at all to you guys? Or do you think that there's a round in which. Uh, you maybe snag it. You try to you try to grab him. Uh, I'm avoiding him um, personally just because of past performance. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't like. He's it. on your. Like he's on your. He. He's on your personal for better or for worse. Do not draft list. Correct. We all, we've yep. all got him. We've all got those <laughs> those guys that will never draft for the for the history of of drafting. Um, okay. Drafting. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I'm. I'm interested to kind of see what happens there and how quickly he can, he can come back. So. Hey, if I'm getting anyone, I'm getting, I'm getting Zaka. I, I'm uh, yeah. uh, on the Bruins. I love him. I think he's going to be a stud this year. So to me, I'm drafting him for the Bruins. Um, if I get a Bruins choice, I mean, obviously he's not going to be, I don't know. You probably go pasta first, but God, I, I like Zaka over there in Boston. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a that's a guy that has a real opportunity to kind of step up. We, I think we've all kind of think that he's been kind of stifled by playing on on the Devils. Um, so I'm correct, Devils, right? He he was playing at the at the Devils. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That sounds yeah. Awesome. I mean, this is a guy that we can you, you can you kind of get that opportunity to show your stuff. <laughs> and uh and do you do it or, or do you not do it um i'll tell you a guy that uh kind of looking over the roster and a little they have him categorized a little differently as a center and he may play more center there but craig smith i mean that's a guy that we traditionally never really saw play yeah. a lot of a lot of center here um and that guy that can kind of provide you some of that scoring edge that that you may need uh maybe his deployment will change a little bit with some injuries that they have there uh not not anything that has shown there i mean he's had some good games there it's, but he nothing like he ever did at nashville so um it's kind of interesting that they have him categorized as a center uh something that i would have never really really thought now i don't know if they have that in the in the fantasy apps i'm just looking at a roster elsewhere mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i agree um we'll do a uh you know a short little uh you know tips you know obviously people if you've listened to us before you, you hear this every season kind of you know what to watch out for when you're going into the season um i'll start off with um you know stacking players when you need to um, you know, that doesn't mean go out and get a, an entire line, but you know, it, it's good to get, you know, uh, guys who are going to be getting assists from one another. And that way, when, instead of just getting one point from a score, you're getting three, four points per score from that lineup. 
I think that's yeah. also I think it's also important to note uh, to your point that it's a lot different than fantasy football where there is a game a week and overly stacking can hurt you a yes. lot of times it can it can hurt you because if you you know if that stack doesn't work um, one night then that's your whole week and you got to go back to the drawing board and hope it works yeah. again next week whereas whereas in fantasy hockey. Yeah. Uh, this stack doesn't work this night, but I got three games out of it. And then I got the next night and then they're back the following yeah. night. And so they're able to kind of provide you three and four games. Uh, so I think that's a, that's a, that's a key thing, especially for folks kind of going from the fantasy football mindset to the fantasy hockey mindset. Daily, daily gameplay is a lot different than uh weekly gameplay it, it just is strategically uh you want uh you don't necessarily want all of the i mean you want the best guys but you want <laughs> I, I want i want more mediocre games than uh and a, than a few great games so that's uh that's definitely yeah. that's definitely a, a good thought process yeah no i agree um i uh I think that's important. I think that's critical. I think it's also, uh, I'm going to steal this one because we talk about this every year, but uh, multiple position eligibility is something I always look at when I draft. Um, I used to think it was just a secret that I knew. (laughs) Everybody knows it now. You know, it's like, (laughs) you know. um, We really have started a whole podcast and started telling people about it. So it's really our fault. We're like, hey, "Hey, listen to this, but only take the advice when you're not playing against us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that's critical. I think it's important. And also uh, to that note, know the rules of your league because sometimes it's just forward positions. And so multiple positions doesn't really matter as much. Exactly. But, um, but to know the rules of your, of your, of your league, of course, that's probably the most important rule. I mean, I think if we're, yeah, you got to know yeah. your rules because uh, yeah. you got a high score league, the high score league, Bobby's a completely different animal than. Oh yeah. Litter. So it's like, you just got to know what you're, what, what you're playing. Yeah. And, and also to that, to that end, uh, very important to get your mindset out of regular hockey. Stop thinking about who's good at hockey and start thinking about who's good at fantasy. Yeah. Ryan yeah. O'Reilly is a great hockey player and provides so much to the St. Louis Blues. But unless your league has face-off wins, it is not a great option to spend a sixth or seventh round pick on Ryan O'Reilly because right. you know because you know his name and he's a good hockey player. Yeah. So be able to kind of change um, that mindset that the best on the ice is maybe not necessarily the best for your yeah. fantasy team. And with that same uh, line of thinking, don't overthink that as well. I see a lot every year. I always steal Alex Ovechkin a little bit later than I would think because people overlook Alex Ovechkin. Like, oh, well, he's just a scorer. Oh, he's old. Alex Ovechkin can some can more often than not be a fantasy powerhouse because guess what? Goals still count a shit ton of points usually compared to other things. And who's oh, yeah. getting a shit ton of goals? Alex Ovechkin. And I last year, I stole him in a fifth round in one league because people were like, oh, he's old. He's going to he fall off a cliff. Even if he falls off a cliff, I mean, he still has a he's still getting a lot of goals. 
I mean, he's still a fantasy powerhouse in almost all formats. So yeah, no so many question. people, so many people don't want to be stuck holding that bag. But uh, fantasy hockey is one of those that look somebody's going to get stuck holding the bag of something. Uh, I'd much rather do it with the guy that's approaching Wayne Gretzky's goal record yeah. <laughs> than that random guy from a team that I've never seen play. You know, like uh, that's that's the, that's the biggest thing. I guess my tip is going to be. Very, very counterintuitive on a fantasy hockey podcast in which we try to tell people about fantasy hockey and make them better fantasy hockey hockey players. Don't talk to your league mates about who you're planning on drafting. They are going to draft them. It literally happens to us every year. Yeah. Inevitably, inevitably, one of us is going to say something. How Bobby took every pick and thought process I had <laughs> and picked it apart uh, all year, all year pre-draft last year. And, and Davey, you were in a couple of drafts with him. How many times did he snipe my guys that he well, smack-talked? Yeah. It's fun. Me. That's what I was about to say. Is I feel like he ripped on these guys, and then all of a sudden he grabs them, and I'm like, hey, he's okay, like, I'm okay. a big, oh, I'm a That's- big, I'm a big Zabrinkit guy. I love Alex Zabrinkit. <laughs> to, <laughs> to be fair, this is our first recording of the season, and I sniped you a good amount of times in our draft the other night. You did. You uh, you really did draft, but but it was people that you were either either you lied to the people out there and you're like i hate this guy in hopes that i would eventually hate him as well or you i changed your mind and so either way i changed my mind either way that's okay with me but i'm yeah i mean be careful with what you're saying to folks you can talk around players and stuff but until you draft don't you know don't kind of get into the nitty-gritty and i always tell people in my leagues look if you come to me as the commissioner and you you need you know you need some help. I will honor that. But if you just come to me and start talking to me, you are now talking to the 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 manager of this team, and I'm <laughs> gonna go. St- I will go and steal your guy a quicker than anybody else if you don't tell me. Hey, this is off the record type of deal. So, uh, definitely snipe your friends because it's the most fun you can have. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but be careful. Don't get don't get sniped because because it can absolutely happen. I'm okay with being sniped because we're trying to get you guys the information. Uh, But it does hurt, man. There is nothing like uh, sitting on a guy for two, you know, 20 some odd picks. And you're like, all right, this is it. I've waited 20 picks for this game plan that I've put in my head. And then some jack wagon two picks before you decides to accidentally grab it on auto pick or something. So, yeah, yeah. Um, let's move into our tail and fade for the season. Uh, I'm going to start us off with the New York Rangers goalies. Um, this is going to be the best tandem in the NHL, I believe. Um, not so much that they are both good, but that that one is decent and one is superb. Um, Igor Shesterkin, in my opinion, is going to be the best fantasy uh uh, goaltender in the league this year. Uh, he is going to, I believe, out uh, uh, shine Vasilevsky. Um, if you are a person who reaches for a goaltender, which is not a plan, I suggest he should be the first goaltender off the boards. Um, meaning, I will probably not get him in any leagues at all. Just like I have not had Vasilevsky in any leagues in seasons because I do not like reaching for goalies. Um, but 
Uh, Yaroslav Halak is a good, uh, you know, kind of maybe mid to late round goalie pick. Um, he's going to get some starts. He's going to have a good team in front of him. I, I, and and if you are lucky enough to handcuff these guys, you just about you lock yourself up the best tandem in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I I can't argue with that. I really can't argue with that. I think Shesterkin's your your honestly, he's the best goalie in the league now, right? I mean, is it is it? Yeah, can no. we argue against that? No, no. I mean, so, I mean, I like uh, come come Vesna time, somebody you know, some Mark Andre Fleury fans will argue against you, but for sure. any any rational human will see that he's the best best hockey player um, in the in in between the creases. Across the NHL, no doubt. Uh, Bobby said it so elegantly, which means I will not have any, I will not have him <laughs> anywhere. Um, if he falls to the second round, yeah. all right, yeah. Now we're now we're talking uh, Shesterkin going going all the way uh, to your second pick, which I mean he could. He's not. Uh, it depends on really how your team, you know, how your league ranks, folks. But uh, yeah. Again, I'm still probably steering clear, but uh, that's that's a tough that's a tough pass for what what you have to expect to be a, a number one guy. And depending on your categories, yeah. going to get you two two three starts a week potentially. Wins are are definitely there. Um, yeah, that's a it's a that's a that's a tough tough thing. But yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Best yeah. tandem in the league. So let let me ask you this question: You're sitting there at pick number twenty one. So you're towards the end of the second round if you're like in a 12-man league. And Shesterkin's still on the board. You taking him right then and there? Honestly, I really or wait. Or, you waiting to see, or if you're waiting to see until the curve comes around, that, that curve in the third round. Yeah. Well, no, I don't, have, I don't have any expectation. If you pass on him there, he's gone. That's, that, yeah. you know, that's no question. That, that you've made a good point of got to take him there or not. I really think that it depends on who I got at number one. If that makes yeah. any sense, um, if I am uber uber confident with my number one pick, I got a McDavid, I got a you know Drysidle, I got a McKinnon, um, you know uh, any of which could get hurt and ruin your whole season. Anybody can do that. That's not that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I think I'm going. I think I got to go Shesterkin there, no question. But if I if I land with one of those guys, I maybe have a little bit more questions of questions about in that top 10 uh an austin matthews a jt miller uh an alexander barkoff you know one of those guys i think i'm a little more hesitant i feel like i've got to fill out i gotta fill out my my ice a little bit better um where i'm where i'm not worried about going and finding a, a a serviceable goalie even in the next couple of rounds i mean i uh demko is a guy that had a a down season last week uh, last year that I think can really bring it around. So if I get one of those superstars and Shesterkin has fallen so far, I may grab him. I think otherwise that I think I'm going to kind of stick with the, the old game plan that I have have going into a draft. And that's not even thinking about a goalie until sixth, seventh and more likely 10th, 11th, 12th round. uh, You know, you know, quickly, I I think that, My strategy changes a little bit now that goalies are kind of harder to come by. And I, okay. I think that I think that drafting goalies earlier 
might be more of a trend coming in, in the coming years, you know, as goalies seem to be more tandemized and things like that. I think that it could be that. <clears throat> and so to me, I've never been the guy to draft a goalie right away ever. So to me, it's like, do I want to just sit down and, and have Shesterkin and feel very comfortable with my goalie? Probably, yeah. probably. So okay. I, I feel like I feel like I would probably go with Shesterkin fairly early. You've hit, you've hit, but you you said a word throughout that that actually argues the opposite to me. There's so many tandemizations that even your your top notch goalie like Shesterkin, unless yep. you get his his second guy. You know, you still maybe every week go into the waiver wire and trying to trying to accumulate but, a, a, another start. I absolutely hear what you're saying. I'm more playing devil's advocate to it right, because right, right. I've been in those time frames where you're not scrambling for a goalie every every week and using most of your ads on goalies, and it is a nice feeling. I I will grant you that. So I, I can I, kind I of think, understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I think the main point is. There are still a few teams with just their one lone starting goalie. And if you can get a team in in early with the somebody, Jets. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. Jets, even the Preds, yeah. you know, and and Dallas right now with Ottinger, they're going to ride him heavy this year, you know. Um, and I feel like Shesterkin's going to get a heavy load as well, too. Oh, I but, think you, but you've hit on it. Ottinger's going to get going to get his this year, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I got him in like the 12th or 13th round. And so like that yeah. is what's hard for me is, it's not that I wouldn't love to have Shesterkin sitting there, you know, set him and forget him type of deal. But my thought process is Ottinger can be that guy. He could be a set him and forget him type of guy. And then my opportunity cost in the third or fourth round yeah. wasn't squat. I guess, and so I yeah. don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. I hear where you're going and it is a more difficult league now to hammer down that you know, that one goalie. Um, but I, I have kind of shifted my draft strategy in the same similar fact fashion as you of now I'm just going to go for a, a lesser than tandem that I know yeah. I'm going to get that, that vow, that level yeah. of start. Uh, but yeah, having Shesterkin, having Vasilevsky, you know, having any of those guys is always a nice feeling when you're, you know, you're yeah. cleaning, cleaning off the old phone in the morning for the for the oh, morning yeah. poop, you know, yeah. and you're oh, checking yeah. it up. Um, you're like, oh, I don't have to go get a goalie this week. Oh, green check mark. Yeah. I love it. Hey, good to see you again, yeah. man. <laughs> and one of the things people have to remember, it's not just about comparing the goalies like, oh, I have this tandem and I've got this goalie. It's also about comparing what player did you get because you didn't go with that. Uh, that opportunity that, cost. that 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 Shesterkin. Like for example, if you take Igor Shesterkin, you're getting um, a guy who got 36 wins, uh, a uh, you know 1500 saves, a 935 saves, and six shootouts. If you wait another round, well, let's or say two, okay. You, you said UC 21. Soros. You said 21. He fell to 21 in this in this you know thought process Not of ours. Yet. So let's say. So I mean, some of the people that would be you'd be fighting against would be Vasilevsky. Uh, Kucherov is sitting right there at twenty. Uh, Kyle Connor, Roman Yossi, Sid the Kid, Rupe Hintz, David Pasternak, and I mean, kind of looking at that, that goes back to what I was saying: is it really depends on who I got first because yeah. I may need to fill something out a little bit because I'm not as comfortable with that guy. But again, I get one of those big three guys or even maybe Austin Matthews. 
I think I think you know I'm I'm kind of leaning in that sense more towards what Davey's saying is it's hard to pass on Shesterkin at 21. It's hard to pass on Vassy at 21 um, if if they're still there. So yeah, kind of looking at the overall layout of the of the you know rankings this year. You know maybe maybe there is something to that. Yeah, I mean in a perfect scenario you're at pick number 24. And you've got pick number 25 up next. And you're just like, all right, I can, then Shesterkin's available. Then that's a perfect scenario right there. Get them both. Uh, Right. (laughs) Uh, uh, Davey, who who are you tailing uh, this season? Yeah, I I like the Edmonton Oilers. I know I said this, I think last year when we, when we were signing off, I said Edmonton Oilers, I like them. Um, They're, uh, I feel like they're fairly complete at this point. Uh, They got a goalie, which I was pumped about. Uh, Jack Campbell going there. I think he's going to be a great fit there. They finally got a goalie that I feel like is reliable. I feel like that over the last few years, their offense has been stellar. Their defense has been on point and their goaltending has just been trash. So I feel like they got a good goalie now, Jack Campbell, um, obviously. Yeah. So, so that's going to help. I think they still have Koskinen over there. Then, then there's also, um, what's it, what's his name? Stuart, is it Skinner? Uh, Stuart Skinner, who's, who's playing really good right now. So, I mean, I like where they're at right now as a team. Obviously, we know they're big guns in the forward category. Um, and, and But Evander Kane, too, had an awesome season last year. So we'll Stop. add him to the mix with Dreisaitl, McDavid, Hyman, uh, with Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, three, Yamamoto. I mean, three top 25 guys. I mean, Evander Kane is ranked very highly in, you know, in our league specifically. Yeah. But, uh, I mean... It's it, Bobby loves it. Bobby's a huge Evander King guy. I heard he was like best friends with the guy. Mm-hmm. No, I love the. I, I <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah, love yeah. the love the love the Oilers pick. I think that that is you know, and and I don't want to mean I don't mean this mean, but it's an obvious one. I mean that's a team that has that firepower. That's good for fantasy. That has that, uh, you know, what you need when those peripheral guys that that are kind of kind of you know score you some points in a categories league. Love the pick. Um, I think yeah. I went with the most. Well, some of these guys will fall. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they're and they're lower you know? known names, and and I mean, how many Edmonton yeah. Oilers do we sit here and we we talk about as our guy to add this week? Hey, we've been telling you for three weeks to right. add Jesse Pulley but you still haven't. So we're gonna keep telling right. you know. I mean, that's that's uh, that that's what you get. That's what you get with you know guys like uh, like the Oilers. So, in keeping in that same spirit, I just went with the easy choice. Uh, what I feel is is Davy's pick, but better than Davy's pick uh, because I feel like it's even going to be a, a little bit more spread out at the at the Colorado Avalanche. They got that top level, you know, top shelf scoring and playing. Uh, but I mean, as we've can see, this is a team that across the board can, can score, can, uh, play defense. They got defense on the, on the back end, you know, and behind their blue line, uh, Colorado avalanche is a team that I'm, you know, I'm obviously going to be, going to be targeting when getting an opportunity. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of guys on that team that are going to drop. Like I am hoping to goodness, I can just steal Evan Rodriguez from whoever, you know, just grab him up and yeah. take him as my, as my 12th round pick. And so let's go home. little baby Evan, come on, come on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but another, you know, c- talking goaltenders, talking a guy that you're going to be able to steal away. And I have really high hopes for this year. Uh, I, a team that has made some some major moves 
Uh, sorry, Bobby. But I'm going to have to say my boy Elvis Merzlikens. Uh, Davey, going to win the bet this year. I think Merzlikens is going to tear it up with uh, Johnny Hockey kind of <laughs> leading the blaze. Uh, I think that he – I think Johnny Hockey comes in, gives you the one thing, gives you a better opportunity of the one thing you weren't going to get from Merzlikens. And that was W's, and that was and that was a big killer in a league that counts wins. So uh, that's a guy that I was able to pick up off of the you know off of the waiver wire, you know, after putting Marchand on the on the IR. So um, he's going to be widely available. So that's a guy that I, I, I'm kind of you know I think a lot of folks are going to be sleeping on uh, the dopest name in the NHL. Nice. Um. Moving into the fading, I really – every year it's kind of hard uh, for, for me to pick one, but Brandon, why don't you you start us off and I, I kind of still need to pick mine. Yeah, I still, mean, I've got uh, two, so. Yeah, I mean, just uh, just going to go ahead and go with the easiest. Uh, the Yotes, uh, the Yotes, brother. They are not looking promising. Um, you know, I hope that I'm wrong. I mean, we, we have said uh, – year after year, we hear – well, this is the year for Clayton Keller. Uh, well, this is the year for, you know, Jacob Chikrin. Uh, this is the year. This is not going to be the year. <laughs> I I will say <laughs> I do not think that this will be the year. I'm not liking a lot of what they ha- have brought to the table. There's not there's not a lot of scoring there. I mean, they got some guys that can score. Don't get me wrong. But uh, just as an overall uh, a team that I am I'm super down on. I think that they're going to be down on themselves. They're playing uh, as we talked about in the main show in front of five thousand college students. So I mean, it is it is uh, it's a joke of what's going on now. With all of that being said, the team that is forced the pro team that is forced to go play an arena of five thousand. If it was a movie, then they're going to win the cup this year guys yeah. uh, nobody <laughs> believes in them they're a little scrappy they play in a little re- can you imagine stanley cup game seven played at the the asu 5000 seat arena dude <laughs> <laughs> um so that's who i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be fading yotes if um if the price isn't right so davy well, it's slightly unfair that we went out of order because I had the Hawks, but uh, Bob's got them now, I think. So <laughs> I've got to. <laughs> I've got to. You can just uh, steal got... them. You can just steal nah, them. They don't see the show, do Doc. They don't see the show, Doc. I, yeah. They don't know. I think, and I just gave away his pick. But no, I, I, uh, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Flyers. They're. they're I, I don't like the Flyers at all, man. They're pretty. They're pretty trash. Uh, also, too bad. I think Ellis's career is done. That was just a trash move. I think and. Uh, trying to spend all that money on him. Uh, I don't like anybody there. I like Konechny, I guess, essentially. I think he might be my favorite pick there. Um, but overall, I don't really like the team. I, I really don't. Like, I'm going to completely trash the team. Farabee's okay. I mean, Cam Atkinson, they did get him, you know. Um, uh, JVR's getting old. He's not the same player he used to be. Fantasy-relevant-ish. I mean, not really. Um, I don't know. I just don't like it. I, yeah, there's some young guys like Owen Tippett and, and you know, players like that and Farabee. But they're not there yet. This team still no. has to build. They're just not built to, to you know, Provorov on, on deal, get well, you something. Rissa Line had a trash year last year. I absolutely how much, hated having him. How much did, how much glue was Giroux providing on that, on that team, on that roster that uh, I think that that leadership and, and that skill level of that player 
carried them through a lot more and a lot longer than they really should have. It's really embarrassing, mostly for Bobby that has bet his future on the on, on the Blue Jackets versus Flyers going to the playoff bet uh, that neither of you guys have ever won. We've had it for three years in a row. I have won this every single time. Do you think? Do you think that this is the year that your jackets go through, push through, and grab a playoff spot? You know, just like every year, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> after that Hopeful. scathing, after that scathing review of the Flyers, Bobby, that um, you know, that, that was Davey, my anger. That Davy just came right up in your face with. Do you think that the Flyers are going to go to the playoffs this year? Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, am. and I decided to actually change from the Blackhawks <laughs> to I am fading jackets. the deplorable Blue Jackets. <laughs> Outside of a talented Patrick Line and uh, and other six seconds, this is a team that's oh, got Gaudreau. Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> hey, you're done, man. I think this might be the year, bro. This might oh, be the man. year. We saw what Duchesne did. Johnny Gaudreau there, will be traded by – Johnny Gaudreau will be gone by the trade deadline because they are such a bad team outside of those three players. <sighs> And Columbus is such a trash city that Johnny Gaudreau will do anything to just get out of there. Um, so, yeah, the Flyers are going well past uh, Columbus. Um, my, I'm confident my, in it. My favorite part, my favorite part that was that you guys made the bet purely contingent on them going to the playoffs. Not just saying who ended further where we could just end this charade. This right. charade of the Blue Jack. The, wor- the worst bet of all fantasy history right here. This is it. This is you guys every year come back and battle the Flyers versus the Blue Jacket. I'm I'm rooting for you this year, Davey, to be honest. I don't want to win again. I want this bet to end for goodness sake. I think Gaudreau, Gaudreau solidified it. We're going to the postseason, boys. Yeah. I think um, I think that they are as well. well. No, no. See, it's not just going to post. You got to go further in the. <laughs> if they, but, You're right. fair enough. Fair enough. But when the Blue Jackets go to the playoffs and lose in the first round, and the Flyers didn't even go, we count that. That's going further. Okay, <laughs> we got to uh, end it somehow. <laughs> um, but no, I, I will stick to my original pick as well. And I think we, as a show, we can all agree that the Blackhawks. Personally, I think this is the year that uh, I think this is the year that Patrick Kane doesn't finish the season as a Blackhawk. I think, think he winds right. up somewhere. I, th- I think Jonathan really? Taves may also end the season somewhere. I think this is a team that is going into getting rid of Alex DeBrinket. We talked about it in the main show this week. That management made clear this is a rebuild. Patrick Lane is a guy. He's a veteran. He's got cups. He is a presence on the ice. You can get a lot for that guy. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane is not that guy. Like anything you said after after no cups. It was not cups sorry, or sorry, the guy. Patrick Kane. Leadership. None of that. No. He, he's <laughs> not that guy, bro. He's not that guy, bro. He'll make the postseason though. The Hawks won't, but. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Go ahead. Go ahead. Patrick Kane. Is that enough? Um, honestly, I was going to say, Brandon, you should pick the Blackhawks to put in this three-way bet to see who goes further in the playoffs and just every year that we just have the, the, the listeners dude, win. Two <laughs> years. Two years from now, my team would be winning the cup, dude. I'm not even going to get in there. with the, I'm not going to put my money on the Blackhawks because that's a lose-lose situation. I could win yeah. and then I'll lose. Okay? So I'm not yeah. even not even getting um, up in it. But yeah, I, I don't like the Blackhawks this season. I think um, – um, I think that they finish as a team last in the NHL. And I think that the players, you're just not going to get production out of this team. They're, they're going to be, they're, they're tanking. And yeah, you're going to get some, some bright flashes from a guy like Patrick Kane. Cause that's who he is. Um, but overall, I'm not using a, I'm not using a pick on these guys unless it is a insanely, insanely valid, like low, uh, low pick. Uh, I'm just, I don't, I don't, I don't trust any of these guys. I disagree. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. You got it. Oh, I was just going to rip on the Hawks and the Coyotes, but I was going to say, man, Hawks lower than the Yotes, I guess. But I mean, it's going to be a battle for last. I think Canadians are going to have a beat. (laughs) I think that early, I think that early in the year, we're going to get a few more Hawks wins than we think we're going to get because what you said, Bob. I mean, Patrick Kane's the guy that's going to produce a couple wins for you. Um, I don't think Peter Mrazek is the worst goalie of all time. Um, and so if he's serviceable, uh, I think I, th- I think one of the guys may be gone. I think it's maybe Taze. If you're Patrick Kane, dude, why do you, you got to 100% understand that they got no trade clauses him and Taze in their contract. I'm sure of it, right? They they can just you won three cups. Do you really want to leave Chicago? You know what I'm saying? Even if you are the worst team in Chicago, you're still not the Bears. You know what I'm saying? Like you're fine, <laughs> dude. You're absolutely fine. I think that Patrick Kane retires as a Blackhawk. To be fair, I said I I don't think he I don't think he finishes the season though, man. I think I don't know, um, but hey, I mean that's I I I think, but but if if, if I could if get I, even money on me, eighty points, I would put money. I would put even money on eighty points. No problem. I I think. I mean, it's just Patrick Cade. Yeah, I mean, I mean he he could certainly dies. get eighty points, but I mean, and he could certainly get eighty points, and maybe twenty of those are with the Blackhawks, and then yeah, the rest are with someone else. Uh, but. You know, I, I think that if I had now, if I had to bet between which player get uh, gets traded, I can only pick one. My my money would be on Taze going before K for sure. Um, is there anything else you guys want to uh, leave off on uh, before we, we end the this week's episode? Uh, I'm gonna throw some sleepers out. I think Tyler Toffoli gonna step it up a little oh, bit yeah. this year. Oh, uh, I agree, hundred percent. Just uh, just one. Uh, Let's see what else I got on my list here. David Krejci? Anybody? Sure. Sitting here with a with an ADP of 162.8. I mean that's that's high, right? I mean, that's 16th round in a 10, you know, in a 10 round uh, 10 team league. Yeah. Uh yeah, Alex Tuck, I think, is a guy too. Uh, they're they're in Vegas. Um, I am gonna steer clear of Alex Petrangelo, though. 
I've yeah, had him a couple of times. I think it's one of it's one of those good hockey players, bad fantasy players for me. Yeah. Um, I hope you're if we're wrong. Talking, yeah, if, if we're talking I sleepers, I, a guy I really I, I like this year is uh, Igor Sharangovich with the Devils. Um, Love him. Not a lot of not a huge amount of talent on that team, but he's going to be with Jack Hughes, and I think that there every team is at some point going to produce something unless you're the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, but so I think it's important <laughs> that you you capitalize on those guys on that team, and I think. Uh, Sharon Govich and Jack Hughes are those guys Dude, for the Devils. I love this because last year my sleeper was Sharon Govich. I don't know if you guys remember that, but oh, like, yeah. it and it was decent. It wasn't like a stellar, oh. but I think you're right. This year could be yeah. the Sharon Govich year. My yeah. sleeper, dude, yeah. is very similar to yours in a sense because I'm going Boone Jenner, Columbus Blue Jackets because nice. he's gonna play. He's nice. gonna play with Gaudreau, I think. So I, I will I, say that Boone Jenner is, in my opinion, the Jack of all trades with fantasy hockey. High school, there was baby. always yes. there was always a t- there was always a place for Boone Jenner on teams in every Everywhere. type of scoring. I Boone Jenner is a guy that you can just slot in somewhere. It, it, it's it's wild that he that he's like that. Um, and to leave off one guy that I think we might all agree on, maybe because we're our homerisms, um, and maybe a little just hopeful thinking. Uh, this I, I we've been saying it for three or four years. I think this is the year for Ellie Tolvanen. I think okay. this is the year, guys. That Ellie Tolvin and Hat. I think. I mean, <laughs> no. he he. This is his. I mean, this is one of the first years that he has a locked in scoring line role. You know, he's kind of he came in last season, kind of questionable where he was going to be in the line. He's and I think he's going to mesh very well with Nino Niederreiter. Okay, hundred percent. I think that is going to be a great pairing. I hope you're right. I do not believe you are. I'm going to hit you guys with one young guy, uh, only nine games played last year, but we got a super, not a superstar, a great star from this team uh, that we didn't expect a lot from the Ducks. uh, Mason McTavish, Uh, that is a guy that I think can really step up to the play. First of all, name. Yeah, I mean, but he's a 2021 third overall pick, got nine games played last season. Two goals and assist uh, in that in that time frame with a you know a three plus minus. That's a guy that you know can can really step up. We saw what they did with Zegris there. Sorry, that was just a guy I needed to throw in. It's Dude. a guy. He was born in two thousand and three. For goodness sakes, okay. I mean, you got to bring this guy up. I like it. Yeah. You also so. have Drysdale to stay with Anaheim. Drysdale, yeah. I feel like, yeah. could be a sleeper. And that whole team is going to get better and better and better with these young we guys. Didn't, so we I didn't, like that. We did, not, we did not talk about a, a sleeper team. I think Anaheim is that team that you can, that happened yeah. last year at the beginning of the season where you found all of that, uh, you know, value. Uh, Ryan yeah. Strom getting there, John Klingberg getting there. Anaheim's that team to, to definitely look out for. Yeah, but all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us in our first uh, episode back for the season. We'll see you all next time. Uh, Take it easy. This has been the Fantasy Goons podcast brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.